Hello, everyone. Welcome. We are the X1 Bros. This is podcast <sighs> number 121. Uh, it this, has been. This feels nice. Oh, Jordan's not here. Oh, he's missing. That looks so weird when I look at our, our screen. Just looked there. on the screen. We haven't oh, seen ourselves oh, without Jordan. Oh, and I'm like in the middle. Ooh, it's so weird. You're way over there. Let us let us give a moment of silence for Jordan the man. He's he, on vacation. And he's having really a lot of fun. Except for a really funny story. Yeah. I told this yesterday on the stream. Uh, he's staying in like this cabin in the woods, kind of. <laughs> Ooh. Know, in California. Sexy. And then they're going to the beaches and Magic Mountain and all those sites, right? Yeah. There's a fire in California right now. They got evacuated. <laughs> they got evacuated. <laughs> and the closest place, they so the, the place that they were staying made reservations for them at one of their other sites or whatever. Uh-huh. Two hours away. From where they were staying. Oh, <laughs> so he the does man, he have internet though? The man was <laughs> evacuated. I doubt it. I doubt it. That's pretty funny. Yes. That's very funny. I miss him though. Like really, when I was setting up this show, I'm like super nervous right now because he's. It's never just been us. I know, and he's usually the guy. Like I'm the guy that derails everything and an idiot, and you're the guy that goes with me, and you derail things, yeah. and he's always like, anyways, back to the news. He balances us. <laughs> no. He, he completes us. He is our yang. To, he, to, to our, <laughs> we are the yin. <laughs> uh, as always, I am joined by the bros, the X1 bros, just not Jordan today. Yeah, he's not First here today. and foremost, his beard and him once fought to the death, but stopped when they both realized their mom's name was Martha. It's Mr. McSpicy, <laughs> Mark Haywood. Hey, that's pretty funny. That's funny. That comes courtesy of the one and only Silence 42. That was a really good one. That's, that's, uh, that's, if you have not seen any uh, superhero movie lately, there's a hidden reference in there. That's yeah, pretty that's funny. And that's a little Easter egg in that one. How was your week? Oh, it was a roller coaster. Roller coaster of emotion. Your car broke down. My car broke down. Yes. What happened? Yesterday, I was driving along the road. This Buick. This is the Buick. Yeah. I have a, I have a Buick. I float down the road in my <laughs> yeah. beautiful, beautiful you car. You don't fly. You float. I float. I, I really, I could fall asleep and arrive in this <laughs> okay. thing. It's, it's fantastic. Not anymore. She's radiator? Si- radiator? No. I was driving along. Boop, do, 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 do. I was talking to my wife on the phone, and then I heard a clunk, 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 clunk. And I'm like, honey, I'll talk to you later. And all of a sudden... The dim, like I was driving at night. It's like eleven o'clock at night, driving mm-hmm. on the freeway. All of a sudden, the lights go dim, and then I'm like, "Oh, my battery's not charging anymore." Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I couldn't steer. Oh, like I could, but it was really, really hard. So the power steering went out, the battery went out, and it overheated within thirty seconds. Like really overheated with the light flashing. So did your fan go? Is that what went? Because that's what <sighs> pumps all those fluids. Yeah, I I pulled it over, and then I popped the hood, and a belt was got missing. Oh. Uh, yeah, just, that spins the fit. See, look at that. My mechanic knowledge right there. I'm blown away. Throwing it you down. know that. <laughs> Throwing it down. Um, but I did have a good good things in the week, too. Oh, yeah. Weezer came to town, which is my favorite, favorite band. band. Yes. And I got to go uh, explore the artistry of Rivers Cuomo, oh, which is nice. the lead singer of Weezer. Very so nice. I was, How uh, was it? It was fantastic, actually. Oh, good. It was, it was, uh, it was, it was really good. I'm not a fan of Panic at the Disco. They opened for him. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of. Uh, I don't mind them. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, you don't mind it's them? It's not your cup of tea. It's, it's just not. It's just sure. not, even in sure. a concert. It's just like I felt awkward. Sure. But uh, but other than that, I'm glad I didn't break down on the way to that concert. I'm glad I 
waited two oh, days on your, oh, to break oh, down. Yeah. That would that would have ruined your concert. Yeah, that would have been a really terrible thing. But uh, but a lot of good things, a lot of hard things like that. But it was a good week. Besides breaking <laughs> down and taking there three is hours one to get line home. from Weezer that I always quote. Yeah, those Japanese girls. They do it to me every time. Every time. Half Japanese girls do it to no, me every yes, time. Yes. They played that El Scorcho. Yeah, that's a good one. Yes. One next, of my favorite songs. Next, if one more hipster on campus asks him where they can watch Pikachu, he's going to throat punch the skinny jean wearing fool. It's X1. I am the X1. I See, am skinny X1. jeans. Speaking of skinny jeans, Panic at the Disco, man. Oh, they're, they're skinny jean freaks. Whoa. That's why I was like, I was outnumbered. You know, oh, I had yeah. my Weezer shirt on. I didn't have skinny jeans on. <laughs> but they they attract a lot of skinny jeans. Just like one, uh, is it one Republic I went to with my wife. That was a mom jean concert. That was a mom jean concert, yes. Yeah, and now uh, I went to a skinny jean concert. Yeah, it's just going. I wonder jeans. what's next. Buckle jeans next. <laughs> Buckle? Bedazzled jeans. Buckle jeans. Was that a Garth you Brooks concert? You gotta go to like a Creed concert, and you'll get like <laughs> bedazzled, bedazzled jean <laughs> pockets. You know. Some events: yeah. Rainbow Six community event tomorrow, July thirtieth, at nine p.m. Eastern. Uh, a bunch of us are gonna get together and play Rainbow. I believe Toastmaster B is gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. John O'Man, hopefully we could persuade him. He will probably He's, definitely be there. Yeah, he, he should be there. He'll yeah. win everything. Uh, but the reason you ask why Rainbow Six all of a sudden, because it's oh, yeah. free. It is free this weekend with Games with Gold. And, and this is kind of mixing the news in, and if you choose to buy it afterwards, it will be 50% off if you've participated in the Games with Gold weekend. Mm. Boom, baby. Mm. Yeah, head over to forums uh, to connect with people there about it. Uh, the Dark Zone Report, it's a podcast on uh, who some of our community members are a part of. By, oh, uh, really? Cool. Binary Num is his name, I believe. Binary Num. Yes, Binary Num. I don't know. I'm I know not going to say that five times. His five. real name is George. Hey, George. I'm just used to calling him George. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the Dark hey, Zone Report is ho- hosting a division gear up weekend. A bunch of guys in the community are heading over there. Uh, it, you go on Discord to connect with everyone. It's like one central. If you haven't used Discord before, it's a really cool chat application. You can download it on your phone. Everyone's going to be in there teaming up and then just going for gold. All going for gold. Going for gear. Gear mm. drops mm. all weekend. Mm-hmm. Head over to forums for that uh, as that, well. That sounds fun. Yes, the the Dark Zone Report gear up weekend. The links there. You you got to sign up. Head over there. Ark Survival. <laughs> Lots of people want to join Ark Survival. A couple people on Twitter were like, I want to get this game just because the bros talk about it all the time. <laughs> I've not been in there since like the first night <laughs> that it started. We have changed servers multiple times, and we are now the alpha on Xbox server 453. Yes. So if you want to be the alpha tribe, part of the alpha tribe. You will have to work your way up from the slums, though. Yeah. You, yeah. They have a special. There's like, a hierarchy. Yeah. That, what, what would you call it? Like uh, governmental housing? Yes. Yeah. There is that. When you first start out, there's a section of for just you. For just so you don't <laughs> screw things up. You'll be in the projects. <laughs> yes, there's you the project. You got to work your way up. Uh, we have new month, monthly Patreon drops. We've been getting a lot of Patreon subscribers. Thank you so much, everyone who supports the show and supports the community via Patreon this month. If you uh, are on Patreon, a contributor there, you will be eligible to win one of these three games. NBA 2K17, Madden 17, and Forza Horizon 3. Mm, good games. All very good games. One choice for me, though, Forza. Forza, yes. W- would you go Forza now? I thought you've switched around a little bit. I have bit. switched around. I'm going Madden. I'm going Madden. I was thinking about it today. I was having a discussion 
today about Madden with with yourself with, she- with Shebrew. Oh, oh, yeah. hey, hey, Shebrew. Yeah, yeah okay. he he actually is taking a different strategy towards Madden this year. He is waiting until February ish. So around the Super Bowl, it goes. It will go on Games with Gold on EA Access. Yeah, he's going to get it then because then all of the Ultimate Team cards will be discounted. Plus, the same week, uh, Battlefield One releases, Madden Madden releases, and oh, what's the other big one? Battlefield One. Battlefield I'll pull it one. up. I can't remember either. You do this to me, my brain doesn't work like that. Shoot, I don't. I know. remember <laughs> things that don't matter. Anyways, there's big games releasing right around. So, uh, so Sheber's strategy is to purchase a win because that's what he did last year, didn't he? No, no, but yeah, he didn't win. I don't but he didn't sh- purchase it on a discount. That's he the did new. Not. That's the new. Well, no, he's not going to purchase it. He's waiting for it to go games with gold. But I mean, like, I mean, not games with gold. Uh, I like, I like vault. the cards. He's for it to go in the vault. Yeah, but the cards and stuff, right? Don't you buy like? Oh yeah, you players? buy the packs. No, no, no. But they'll be cheap in the auction house in there by okay. that time, and there'll be all the ninety nines will be released. The way they do it is they release them sequentially, so like mm. all the cards will be released by then. Okay, not well, a bad strategy. I was, I was trying to get, but him I'm going to be taking time, my game to the next level. You defended him really well. I'm going to be taking my game to the next level, so I'm getting that game day one. Okay. Okay, oh, fine. Gears of War, is that the other one that's, that's dropping? Uh, I was going to look it up, but you distracted me. Yeah, anyways, I'll, I'll look, look it up. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're a freaking video game podcast. Who gives a crap? Anyways, don't forget Couchcast are back, everyone. Uh, also, if you want to join our True Achievements leaderboard, Ryan H. in chat just mentioned he broke into the top 20. He was, he, uh, he was trying to get top three, but he's like, those guys are beasts on our True Achievement uh, leaderboard. We will uh, go over those next podcast because we got to wait for Jordan so that we can p- compare for the month of July. Gears comes out 10-11. Battlefield 1 comes out 10-21. Mm. And Mafia 3 comes out 10-7. And I think Madden 17 is the month before. Okay, that's so, September? Yeah. yeah, September. Oh, yeah, I don't see it. Or yet. August. It's August, so it's two months before. Yeah, it is August, 8-23. Oh, it's two months before. Oh, then you have no excuse to not get Madden. You got two months of prime playing time, baby. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do three. We were talking about. I was. I was talking about this also in uh, chat yesterday yeah. during the stream. Yeah. Tournaments. Uh, tournaments we're gonna do this year. I'm going to hold, host three tournaments for the community for Madden. We're going to do a Draft Champions one tournament. We're going to do which I won last year. I'm the current reigning champion. Well done. Thank you. Thank Good you. For you. Uh, draft Champions. We're gonna do Ultimate Team. Well, where you got to build and compile your team. Then the week of the Super Bowl, we are going to do a tournament where you can only, between everyone that signs up and the only teams you can be, are the two teams that are in the Super Bowl. That's the only two teams you're allowed to be in Madden, and we'll see who the winner is and what teams they pick and whether or not the winner and the team is the winner of the Super Bowl. Mm. Oh. <laughs> like a dream within a dream. Oh. But we need to do Halo tournaments. We need to do NBA 2K tournaments. We haven't done a Halo tournament at all yet. We could do multiple of those. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, And like Breakout, that would be fun. Or, oh. or like uh, SWAT. SWAT. I love SWAT. Oh, yeah. well, you could do all kinds, man. Let's, let's just do all it. All kinds. We could do everything. Uh-huh. Everything. Uh, yeah, well. I was thinking, though, it's not possible yet to run an Overwatch tournament because there's no private matches. Is no, there, there is. Oh, there, is there there's custom, custom matches. Overwatch and tournament. With custom matches, you can have custom spectators, too. So y- there's, like, slots for spectators. Oh, so we could stream uh, Overwatch yeah. with announcing. Yeah. Oh, this Jordan looks like he blew that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going to look bad on the replay for Jordan. Yeah, so stay tuned. We've got big plans coming. We're going to schedule all our tournaments out for the year. Try to take a look at what games are coming. Battlefield tournament is probably going to be there, or at least the community play. Uh, the calendar has been empty. It's been summer. We've been taking the summer off a little bit with events, but... Stay tuned, because they're coming back. And with that, let's get this show 
on the road. So this just in, I just looked down and noticed how many sodas we have on the table when Jordan's <laughs> oh, yeah. not here. Oh yeah, look at this. This is all it's all middle <laughs> section. It's in memory of Jordan. In memory no, Jordan, of Jordan. Jordan for the last month has only had water, so guess what too? I would also like to say hello to our uh, Facebook. Yeah, we're streaming on Facebook we are this streaming time. On Facebook. This time we started streaming on Facebook and it worked. And it worked. So we are live on twitch.tv, X1 Bros, and Facebook.com forward slash X1 Bros. Anywhere you can find us, that is where. Anywhere you want to find us, that is where we will be. Uh, as long as it's within Twitch or Facebook, as far as right now. Yes. Yeah. But later, we'll publish to more places. <laughs> Absolutely. So, David, what is happening in the world that is Xbox One? Oh, sorry. Should well, I have asked you me, that? Let me tell you. <laughs> so, uh, should I have asked you that? I should have asked you that. <laughs> yeah, we're just we're thrown we're thrown off. Jordan, you uh, stupid. In the news, excuse me. In the news this week, Darksiders Remastered was announced by Nordic Dames. Nordic Games, sorry. According to <laughs> Nordic <laughs> Games <laughs> are pretty hot. <laughs> <Nordic bro. laughs> oh man. It was announced by Nordic Dames. And you know you can always trust those ladies. <laughs> those dames. Those beautiful dames. Uh, according to Spanish website Nexon, Nordic Games announced a Darksiders remaster during ga- during Gameopolis 2016. For those of you that haven't played Darksiders, it is like the Xbox's version of God of War. Correct, correct. What, what was that? What was that? Sorry, Darksiders. It's the Xbox's version of God of War. In, in, yeah, in my yeah, opinion. yeah. That's you can say that. To ra- r- yeah. Related to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I like them. Really good. Really excited to get uh, Darksiders remastered coming to us. Uh, you know, th- did you ever play that? Because I actually never did. I've just seen a lot of. Oh uh, yeah, play I played it. the first Darksiders, the one that's being remastered. Actually, I've yes. always wanted to play Dude, it. Though. So good. Yeah. Well, and then I think I purchased on the 360 Darksiders three. Or two, no three. Or was it like for purchased free? it? You bought it on the 360. Okay, but then I never played it because I think Skyrim, Sound, Skyrim came out. <laughs> sounds, sounds about right. Yeah. that's like the story of my that's life. The story of my life too. Um, Overcooked gameplay was released this week. 15 minutes of it. For those of you that don't know what Overcooked is, it looks hilarious. Um, uh, here it is. Yeah, yeah, Basically, yeah. it's a co-op. I've seen people play this on game. stream. It's <laughs> awesome. Actually, it's not. Uh, so I don't know if it's co-op. It is co-op. This person- is co-op gameplay. Okay. Okay. No, no it's not just co-op. This you can play because you can control both of them. Yeah. On single player, this game looked incredibly fun. Yeah, you're basically <laughs> your chefs. Yeah. Uh, and you're trying to cook stuff, and they have cool, crazy levels. Like, watch this. Like, you're in trucks. And you've got different parts of the counter, and <laughs> <laughs> and you've got to go back and forth and cook some so, food. This will definitely be a couch cast. This game looks like a ton of fun. Go check it out what, over. What you got to do is play that game because what you're doing is you're cooking food as fast as you can for orders. Just put on like Hell's Kitchen in the background so you mm. can hear Gordon Ramsay yelling at you. Oh yeah, that's right. The whole time. You're not doing it. <laughs> and you just move faster. <laughs> just get into it. That's immersion. Yeah, I think cooking's cool, man. It's like an art. Well, yeah. Plus, it's good. It's art you can eat. <laughs> You're speaking to the choir, baby. Art you can eat, man. <laughs> uh, August Games with Gold was announced. So you know how in July people were complaining, saying we got crappy games with gold? Well, guess what? August is here. And check out these games with golds. We got Warriors 3 Ultimate, which is, you know, the Warriors games where you go around killing 
thousands of people, Dynasty Warriors. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. So that's, that's I haven't played the last like seven of those yeah. games. So that's legitimate. That is August first to the thirty first. Then August sixteenth, free with Games with Gold is WWE. 2K16. Wow. That's going to be a couch cast. We are going to Royal Rumble. <laughs> maybe a cage match here or there. I'm I'm in. 2K16. Those are those are both grade A games in my book. Uh, on 360, we also got Spelunky, which you can download if you have an Xbox Sp- One. Spelunky is a fantastic game. I played a lot of that on Steam. Um, it's uh, it's a game where it's the world is always regenerated. It's you never play the same game twice, and you can unlock things as you played a lot. It's kind of it's not the same. N- it's related to like a Binding of Isaac in the fact that things you do unlock things later, kind of a thing. Yeah, if that makes that makes, makes no sense. sense. I just I well in my head it didn't that make sense, sense to me. Okay, but it's a it's a really fun game. Spelunky is fantastic, and it's free. Uh, this next month, I suggest everyone get that Definitely one. Definitely download it. And yeah. then Beyond Good and Evil HD, I've not played that one. Have you played that one at all? I was also on what's, the, it, what's it called? Uh, Beyond Good and Evil HD. No, no, I haven't. also on Games with Gold, free to download Games with Gold. Um, yeah, Spelunky is probably at the top of my list on that, on that list. Oh. Top of my list on that list. Mine is... 2K16. I know. WWE. We're going to have fun with that yeah, one, too. Yeah. We can create our own wrestlers, for crying out loud. <laughs> for, cry, for crying out loud. For crying out loud. Um, next up in the news, Rainbow Six Siege Operation Skull Rain recruits BOP operators. So basically, um, the expansion to Xbox One on Rainbow Six is called Skull Rain. When is it coming out? That's what this story is about. <laughs> And of course, I'm not Jordan, so I don't know <laughs> when this is coming out. You want me to start looking for news right now, too? So <laughs> yeah. I feel so out of place here. Oh, no, it's a new operator. So Caviera is the defensive operator of the two. I, we're just going to skip this news story. That's fantastic news, David. Yeah. Yeah. I really like uh, Rainbow Six. <laughs> okay. It's going to get new operators, basically. <laughs> this new expansion. It's going to get new operators, Operation Skull Rain. It's going to get new maps for teams to do battles. It's going to be set in Brazil. Uh, stay tuned to that. I don't know when it's coming out. It's not telling me when it's coming out. Oh, it does tell me. No, it doesn't tell me. <laughs> I don't know how to help you. But it's on its way. I don't know Skull how to help you. Raid. Someone in chat. <laughs> we even you even said we're out. going to the next story. <laughs> help, help. And I was like, out. okay, good, good. Anyways, Operation Skull Raid. Here it comes. We Happy Few game preview has arrived. Yes. This was. Very, uh, everyone was very excited. This was a hit at E3. That pre- that tr- preview trailer at E3 blew everyone's minds away. This was a Kickstarter game that got the funding, yeah, and is now on Xbox One preview game. McSpicy, you had a chance to jump in and try this out. I streamed this, I played for about three hours. There was a very strong learning curve for me. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I think you feel that a lot more streaming because everyone's watching you be stupid. Okay. <laughs> You know, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but it was really, it was a fascinating game. Um, th- right off the bat, when you start playing, it says, just so you know, we're only giving you a third of the story. Oh, okay. See, that that was my concern in getting the, pre- why is this a preview game? Especially a very story-driven game. It, yeah. seemed, it seemed also very linear. So how, I, I didn't understand how they were going to do that. But they're only giving you so a portion of yeah, it. Yeah, they're giving you a third of the story. Is it the beginning? Is it slapped somewhere in the middle? Do, do you get a feeling that it's the beginning of well, the game? Well, it's you play the beginning, um, which we saw the beginning as they the it was the trailer f- 
at E3. Oh, that wow, that was the beginning. That, was, that that like hooked you. Yeah, that was the beginning of the game. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then cops catch you. Sure. And, and this is all in the trailer. So cops catch you, and then it blacks out. Um, it starts you up in the middle of something. So I believe that that is not part of the story. Oh, okay. Is that I? I get the vibe that they. From they're trying things. out the game mechanics. Essentially, yeah, right? That's yeah. What they're testing. There's probably they probably something could have happened in between them easily because you now have a place to live. Oh, okay. Um, in a basically you're outcasted. What? Because you're a downer. Oh, mm. You're a downer. You're, down. you're not taking your happy pills. Yeah, yeah. Which is creepy as all get out. Um, but there's plenty of side quests to do. Um, so is it an open world game? Yes. What is, oh, it is an open world. It's an game. open world wow. game. It reminds me a lot of like uh, Dishonored. Um, it's very. It feels very Bethesda. Oh, it feels really? very Bethesda. Skyrimy kind of a Does thing. Does Bethesda publish this? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. But it feels that way, huh? Yeah. Um, the the art style is very kind of dishonored, dishonored looking, um, and uh, there's just so much to read. There's so much to to explore, um, and it is open worlds. And, and I really really liked it because I I like to read, sure, and uh, kind of figure out things. And I I figured out quite a bit on the story so far just by reading. So um, there was a there's a lot of learning curve with a game like this because I don't know what the heck I was doing. And uh, it's oh, it's also I had no idea this was no idea this was the case. It is a survival game. Oh, so think of like a Skyrim where you have to worry about thirst and hunger and sleep and all that stuff. It makes it. It was kind of annoying. They'll probably dial it down a little bit, but it was like arc levels trying to survive. Oh, really? Yeah. At the same time, trying to figure out things out. Does that make sense? That makes sense. So. Did it become tedious? That that survival. Yeah, aspect? it felt tedious just because I felt like I didn't have the tools or the means to like in Ark. You can eventually um, get meat and cook it, and then you don't have to worry about it as much. You can eventually get dinosaurs and ride, so your stamina doesn't go down. You know what I mean? You sure. can eventually get to the point like that. Um, in this game. I felt as though it's. I played three hours, and I felt as though progression was not happening in to aid in eating and drinking and sleeping. So, so it's always that hard. Oh great, I'm out of. I'm thirsty again. And you, and the only food you can find is rotten apples and rotten stuff that makes you throw up, and so you lose more food. And it's. Uh, yeah, it's it's an, it, there. I definitely ran into glitches too, so it's definitely a preview game, but. Um, Overall, so with those issues, overall, I was still incredibly fascinated and uh, pulled into this world. I'm I'm really excited to uh, to dive into it more. Actually, so it's a really cool game. It really is a cool it game. It seems. Co- I mean, it seems like it has tons of character. Crafting system. Of, oh, I like that. RPG like. Daddy likes crafting. <laughs> Daddy does like. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it was it was it was a lot of fun. Um, I, I recorded it too, so I'll throw it on YouTube in case people want to. If you're curious, hop onto our YouTube channel within the next uh, couple of days and take a look for yourself. But it yeah. will be there. Yeah. Well, uh, let's go check that out. That's over. That's now in preview. Xbox Live preview games. Uh, go purchase that, and you'll have it before it comes out, and you'll be able to experience it. Gears of War development is ready to quote leverage Project Scorpio to its fullest. In an interview this week, technical director Mike Rayner. Uh, said, and I quote, 
For Gears development, we're in a really good position to leverage Project Scorpio to its fullest while continuing a no-compromise approach for all platforms we currently ship the game on. Uh, he goes on to say, we have invested in scalable features in our engine to support a broad range of GPUs and performance profiles for both the PC and console. Remember, this is a uh, Xbox Anywhere. Is that, yeah. is that what they're calling yeah. Xbox Anywhere game, so it's going to be on PC as well. And you get both copies if you purchase it. Um, we have authored our content at 4K, which allows us to show higher resolutions with increased source content detail on the highest end GPUs. Um, Rod Ferguson, the head of the studio, uh, said that they're also going to be using Xbox S to its fullest advantage. He says, we render our game at 1080p with some extra computation to support HDR and hardware scaling to 4K resolution if enabled. He said the Xbox One S allows us to add support for HDR and hardware scaled 4K output without additional demand on our game or compromising performance in any way. So that's really good to hear. That just shows there's a reason to get the Xbox One S. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 If you haven't gotten one. So I start. So, well, so that's really good. Gears is the first big developer to say we are going to take full advantage of the extra hardware that is going to be available in Project Scorpio. Also on the uh, Xbox One S. So that's going to be the route of all developers. Yeah. In the future. Yeah. Uh, so the Xbox One S, you still need a monitor to have the HDR. So I was actually, I have been persuading my wife, we don't have to make a mortgage payment for two months. Because <laughs> we just moved into our house. Yeah. I went TV shopping <laughs> this weekend. And I'm, I am wearing... When you don't have bills, you spend your money. <laughs> That's how it works, folks. <laughs> and I am wearing her down. Okay? Yes. Slowly. Good. We are going to get a television. I was at Costco because I figured Costco, probably no. I'm going to get more bang for my buck. Yeah, and yeah, they right. have a lot of stuff to look at. So there. I, as you know, have a room set aside in my house that will eventually be the Xbox One room slash movie room. Yeah. So I'm looking at nothing lower than a 65-inch television. What size is your television? I think it's 70, 70. in the other room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, 65 inches will be the lowest that I go because I really want to take up that wall down there. Yeah. But... 4K is not as important to me now after going over everything. HDR is much more important to me. Yeah. Um, and it's not on a lot of TVs right now. It's That's not, what I could say. Here's the problem. It's not on a lot of TVs, and there's not a lot of content, because you need the content to be HDR ready, too. Correct. So you need the content, the TV, and... Uh, but knowing that these Xboxes are coming, that this is going to be my Xbox One room, I am, I am limited right now in, in what televisions are at my expense at my feet to buy. Yeah. There are there are I would say at Costco at the 65 plus range, there were five within my price range. Now, you want to spend $3,000, you get everything. <laughs> you yeah. get 4K, you get the works, super thin, you get I don't want to spend $3,000. Who does? I can get a 70-inch television right now for around $1,000, if not a little bit less. Um 65 to 70 but you lose a lot of features, you lose quality. Yeah, yeah. you lose a lot. I want HDR, and that's what I'm looking for. It's going to be expensive. Yeah. Unless in five years, it'll be cheap. Not in, not in, maybe in four, it may be cheap. But Well, HDR, so at, at that price range, at 65 inches, I can get HDR for around 1100 Oh, okay. Right there. Um, but not 4K. But, yeah, it's it seems like it's a choice that you're made. Like, this is HDR, but not 4K. Or this is 4K, but not HDR. Like, th 
the ones that are combined are 2,000. Yeah. So at least at that size, I can go lower and get both those. Like, I can get a 50-inch with both for around 800. But who wants just a 50-inch? No. Why well, I could go 20 inches more. Like that. That's 42. That's, that's 42? Yeah. That's a big 42. Well, it's because it was made, like, in 1975. I know, thick edges. <laughs> thick edges that thing is a tank. When I turn it on, like, you end up with a tan. You hear it? It goes, moo. <laughs> Yeah. It's like I have a 42-inch from when they first came out. It heats up the room Yeah, th- like that's nobody's business. That's, we used to have this on in the back of the room. There's a TV in the back of the room on the show. If you're watching us, you can see it. When we would turn that on, we would be sweating. <laughs> yeah. like, it like, you know the sound when the lightsaber starts up? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I have to go pull a cord. <laughs> it's gas-powered kind of a thing. So, uh, Yeah, Ceramito in chat said uh, 50-inch 4K TVs are only $400. Yes, but I want HDR. To me, HDR is better than 4K at this point. I like the, uh, the dynamic range of colors. Yeah. Which is what HDR stands for. Hi, not just dynamic range. Hi, dynamic range, baby. Hi, dynamic range. Anyways, we're talking lots uh, of stops of light here. Good to know uh, that developers are starting to do that. Speaking of the Xbox One S, this week it was announced that we are going to be getting Xbox One S bundles. The first one drops August 23rd. It will be the Madden NFL 17, one terabyte and 500 gigabyte Xbox One S bundle. We are, we are also getting an Xbox One S Halo Collections bundle. Um, so, you know... If you want uh, Madden 17, if you want Halo, the Halo collection, and you want an Xbox One S, there you go. It's all right there for you. Cool. I like uh, Castle. Oh, did he already passed it up? It was funny. Uh, after I buy a second house, I can convince my wife 4K <laughs> HDR TV to get. Yes. That's the plan. Yeah, that's the plan. Because <laughs> when you buy a new house, you don't have to make a payment for like two months. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just great. <laughs> I don't know why it works out that way. Something to do with your closing costs and stuff. But that's the way it works. That's funny. I'm not a financier, <laughs> so I don't know. This is why you don't go to an electronics store with this guy. I almost have my almost. I was like, let's just go look. Let's. We're not gonna get a TV. Let's just go look. I just. I'll just go browse. You can go. We'll go to Costco to get some food. I will browse the TVs. You and just, we're there. I'm like, look. He's look that how, little devil <laughs> like, on your shoulder. She's like, oh, this is nice. I'm like, yeah. Look, wouldn't that be so much better? And the angel, right and they're both agreeing. <laughs> yeah, you know what? He is right. You should just get that projector. Anyways, Xbox One S, um, the bundles on their way. Looking forward to that. Also, GameStop this weekend is doing a trade-in. You can get, I think, for Xbox One, $150 towards your, or is it $200 towards your, uh, towards the Xbox One S if you want to trade up. So those packages are going on. They're going to be going on for a while. You're not alone. Jeremy Raj on Facebook just said, HDR is everything. Amen, Jeremy. Amen. So... He agrees. Absolutely. And uh, I agree, too. Yeah, HDR. Telltale's Batman, the first Telltale game that McSpicy will be getting. (laughs) There is no question in my mind he will not be getting this game. I will not be getting it? There's no question that you will. He will not not be getting it. He will not not be getting it. Yeah, thank you. Add that double (laughs) negative in there to correct things. Uh, Anyways. Uh, I don't know. Telltale's Batman. Here's the deal. I could just watch you play it, and I got the gist of it. Yeah, it's not the same. It's not. I just, just you get to make the decisions of Batman, and even though you know that those decisions are ultimately meaningless, it does a great job of. Oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? Okay, and there's a timer, so you gotta pick it right away. Sometimes there's a timer. Not uh, not every choice has a timer, right? Um, or is every time in Game of Thrones right now that I'm playing, every everyone has a timer. Mm. 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 Yes. Anyways, Telltale's Batman announced that they will introduce. 
online multiplayer. They are introducing crowd play where others get to weigh in and make your decisions. So if you're streaming, um, they will be a way that others can weigh in to make decisions for you while you play this game. Kind of like it'll be a great way for community play, um, stuff like that. So that is coming to Telltale's Batman, which I think looks awesome. Warhammer Vermitide. I am a huge fan of all of the Warhammer series, uh, especially their real-time strategy games. Yeah. This is not that. This is like their first-person shooter arena style with Warhammer. In it the Warhammer universe. In the Warhammer universe. Yeah. It looks awesome. It is coming to consoles October 4th. Coming to consoles October 4th. So excited for this. If you haven't Another seen this yet. Another October game, huh? Yes. If you have not seen this yet, head over, check out the trailer. It looks awesome. I'm totally stoked for this game. Cool. Unbelievably stoked. Cool. So stoked, I just said stoked three times. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan would say, cool. Cool. That's really cool. That's cool, man. Ukulele, the toy box release trailer, dropped this week. Just It got me more excited for this game. This looks so much like um, Banjo and Kazooie. Uh, yeah, Spar- Spy- what is it? Spyro the Dragon? Spyro the Dragon? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I used to play that game, too. But look, tons of character in this game. Ah, looks like a good time. I'm really excited for this game as well. I don't know when this game releases. Drops. Let's see if it just says 2017. Okay. Just says sometime 2017. We don't know. Cool. So go check that out. Uh, we already announced Xbox Live members can play Rainbow Six this weekend for free. Don't forget that we will uh, be trying to get together a community play. Head over to forums to check that out. And with that, that's the news. Biggest news story in your mind for this week. Hmm. Mine is uh, 2K16 WWE dropping. I think I can't for wait games for with that. gold. For games with gold, especially after coming off of a month in which a lot of people complained. a lot of people complained. Yeah. Microsoft Don't said, "Oh yeah, here you go," and gave us two excellent games. Two. What are the What are the four excellent games? Thank you, games. Spelunky. Spelunky is Spelunky on is there. awesome. If you have not played Spelunky, you are in for a treat. Yes, that game is fantastic. Fan so I don't know. Maybe Spelunky coming out. I'm just going to cop out and say, that's my favorite story, David. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. And that's the news, right? That or is the news. And with that, that's time for our discussion segment. Every week on Facebook, also on Twitter this week, we uh, post a post, and you can submit questions for the show. If your question gets featured, you win a million dollars. So make sure you submit your questions. <laughs> a million X1 bros dollars, which... <laughs> yeah. This are not not <laughs> tradable. <laughs> They're not tradable. They're not redeemable anywhere except at the X One Bros store. <laughs> yes. This week we had an interesting conversation on forums that I thought would be excellent to talk about. Um, Robbie Craig shared something with us. He shared it on forums, so I imagine since forums is a public space, we're okay to share it on the show. So I'm going to share it. Okay. Uh, he says, "Hey guys, haven't been on here in a while." Um, he says, "I've been feeling a little off lately. Not sure what it is." I bought Oblivion for my PC to play with my controller. I just haven't been able to play games. I don't know if it's depression or anything. I just can't keep my eyes open to play a game. I have no motivation to play a game. What is going on? A lot of people weighed in. I like to call that gaming fatigue. I I will put that in that realm. I mean, I think there's a lot of things going on there. Work burnout. I posted an article on this forum, by the way, about 
work yeah. burnout, which is a real thing, yeah. which I've experienced. I have my too. My job freaking sucks. <laughs> I have too. I have yeah, too. Everyone has. Yeah. Uh, but I think that there's such a thing as gaming fatigue as well. And so I'd like to, to talk about gaming fatigue. I think it's something that we've all, we've all had those times where we sit down to play a game and I browse all of the games that I have. Like, like oh, that would be fun. Oh, that'd be fun. But then I can't bring myself to play any of the games. Yeah. And yeah. I go and watch Netflix. Okay. As a result. I don't I don't watch Netflix, but I have I experience the same thing. I think it's I deal with a lot of stress and anxiety like all the time. Mm-hmm. It actually has a, it makes it hard for me to sleep. My and it's it it's it's tough for me to sleep a lot of the time because of the stress and anxiety that sure. I get throughout my work and job and stuff like with life and everything. And that's what I feel. I don't know if that's the same Whatever you call it. What did you call it? Your Gaming fatigue. Gaming fatigue. Or work burnout. Work burnout. Because it really, I just want to play a game, but it, I, I understand entirely what he's... Yeah. You just... You want to play a game, but that motivation to play the game yeah. isn't necessarily there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I call it, let's just call it, let's simpl- simplify it. Let's call it being in a funk. You're in a funk. <laughs> so what have you done? You're feeling a little funky. I, I just want to discuss. Uh, I think we've all experienced this. What have you done to get out of that funk? Um, Any uh, tips that we can offer others? This is a hard. This is hard because it's. I think it changes per person what would help and what wouldn't. So true, I true. think it's a very ambiguous or just a very dynamic solution or it's always changing what would work for you what would work for someone else for me um it's playing games that don't require a lot of effort that are quick okay like give give me an example of a game trials oh trials evolution it's a game where i can just sit down turn it on because one of the things that i deal with when i when i feel this you could call it depression. You could call it anxiety. You could call it whatever you want to call it. Burnout. Burn. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank- I, pre- I appreciate <laughs> you, man. Um, it's just like I don't want to. I don't have the desire to play for an hour. I don't have the desire to play for thirty minutes. But I just want something to take my mind off of things. To distract you. Yeah. To take you to a better place. <sighs> Happy's place. <laughs> yes. Go to Happy's place. Um, and uh, a game like that. A game like. That you can play as quick of a of a game as you want to play, even even Overwatch to extent to an extent, just in quick play, the matches are like eight minutes long. Sure, you know, and so you can just and then it's like that. That's the gateway drug, you yeah. know. the The trials will be like, oh, that was really fun. Let's switch over to and just play something a little bit more yeah. involved. You know, so it's like a. When the water's cold and you just kind of dip your feet in, stand around for a while, and then you go a little deeper and a little deeper. Yeah. Gives you that the willpower to go deeper as you (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, it's not so bad. Yeah. But it's for your mind. Uh, As you were saying that, I thought about if, especially if you're stressed out and we use games as a form of escape, they're a form of entertainment, right? But if you, especially, are mentally exhausted, I know you have a job where you've got to use your creative juices, you've got to use your mind all the time. I have a job that's very. Um, problem solving intense, regulation intense, spreadsheet intense, right? Yeah. Um, playing those simple games, I think, is great advice because they're not mental work. You get on, you have a good time, but you don't have to sit there and problem solve like more intense games, like a Far Cry or not Far Cry, you Fallout get, Four, no, for instance. Fallout Four and Far Cry is a good example too. I mean, 
any uh, Dragon's Age game. Dragon's Age. Something yeah. that The Witcher. Oh, I mean, Witcher. look at what it did to Jordan. Oh, it took. <laughs> Jordan was in a funk after which. <laughs> that is gaming fatigue at its finest. <laughs> right like there. for a full month, he's like, hey, whatever, I'll just play this game. Yeah. Like, Jordan! Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, but uh, for myself, uh, what I have genuinely found to work um, af- immediately after work. I would go to the gym, and when I was doing that, I almost never felt that way. I never had, no matter how stressful my day was, whatever was happening, in the middle of moving and everything, if I was going to the gym, that must have released my stress, and I was excited to play games, like beyond excited to play games. Um, it was a joy. So I, w- I would suggest, for me, exercising. Yeah. No, that the endorphins, the... The, fa- the fact of clears the, your mind. Clears your mind. You get out of there and you go, I did it. I, did I worked it. out. Now let's go play some games. Woo! What? Now let's go sit on our butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I would say my advice, if you are, are experiencing gaming fatigue, would be to take a step back, simplify your gaming, and go do something that, that clears your mind, that relaxes you. Go for a swim. Go sit in a jacuzzi. Take a bath. Do something that... Uh, that's different that you like to do. Make love to your wife. <laughs> give her. I was gonna say give her a kiss, but <laughs> I guess that's the gateway drug to that. So. Uh. Yes. Anyways, I, th- I don't know where to go from there. I, th- I thought that was a great. I thought that was a great discussion question. I think it rings true. So many people commented on it in forums. If you wanna, if you wanna weigh in on this discussion, uh, head over to forums. It is titled. Gaming depression or something else in forums. Weigh in. Let us know your experience, what helps you. Uh, a lot of people comment. Because I think everyone's had th- that experience. I think everyone has, to, at some point in their life, not wanted to play games while wanting to play games. Yeah. If that makes sense. And really, just press. learn to just find a game that relaxes you and learn to just press A. Telltales. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> well, this guy over here is a funny guy. He's a funny guy. Uh, next question, or our first question, actually, technically, comes from Tim Chatton. Tim oh, Chatton. Tim Chatton. How's it going? Over at Nintendo Chat. Wait, what's his podcast? Um, the uh, level. His network is Level Up Gaming, or Nintendo Level. Dang it. He, every episode he does, it's the. Level 1. Level 2, Nintendo, level 3, level 4. He has a Nintendo podcast. If you guys play Nintendo, type in Tim Chatton. Go Remember, check out his podcast. I can't pull it's literally data. It's literally on my phone. I subscribe to his podcast, and I can't remember what it's called. I just take it for granted every I week. Subscribe to it too. <laughs> Anyways, Tim Chatton writes in and he says, I would love you guys to re- reevaluate for me why buying the S makes sense when OG Xbox Ones are so dirt cheap. McSpicy, you had this. We had this discussion last week. I think, uh, especially with the gears news, I think that's a great illustration. At if you're wanting to either upgrade or you're jumping into the Xbox One for the first time, why the Xbox One S uh, is a better option for you right now. So, why why would I choose an Xbox yeah, One S? Yeah. Um, if you have not, there's a lot of people that are making the jump from an Xbox 360 that have not. They have not had that gateway drug of the t- putting your toes in the water for the Xbox One. This is a perfect chance to do that. Um, uh, better hardware, uh, 4K for a lot of um, viewing potential with Netflix and things like that. Um, HDR possible. Um, so it is it is an absolute upgrade 
from the box that we currently have. Um, the only thing that would prevent you is there's a bigger, better box coming out a year later. Yeah. Um, so, and I, I, I've, I've tend to buy a box every year. So that's how that's so far that's what we've done, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think eventually I will have both an Xbox One S and a Scorpio, and the One S I'll have as a secondary box because I like the size, yeah. I like the look, I, I like what it, I like the built-in power block. That is a big. I don't know why that's so huge for me, but it is. I really enjoy that. Yeah, um, and it's br- most likely quieter. You know, it's gonna quieter, be quieter, smaller, all that HDR, white. I like white electronics a lot. Look at my phone. See, or you can get the Gears of War red one. You can which do that is too. Sexy, uh, and that is sexy. Yes, and everybody appreciates sexiness. Every, everyone who does. If you don't appreciate sexiness, you're dead. <laughs> like that's it. That's the only. That's the only. Even um, then, I'm sure you appreciate it. Anyways, um, so I would say. Uh, yeah, the 360 jump for sure. Um, also, for placing it around the house where you want to play games that you don't like what you're saying, like in the other room kind of a thing, so you can play over there and in sure. here and stuff like that. But honestly, I don't see like I don't see myself getting it because I already have the elite. Maybe yeah. if I didn't have the elite, if I had a you know my the, old box, the original, the original, I would be upgrading. Um, but so it's it's a it's definitely a niche market for. The Xbox 360 guys, um, but yeah, other than that, I don't see it yeah. being... I would agree. If you're jumping in for the first time... Also, I think this Christmas, a lot of people will make the switch. I bet you there'll be sales, there'll be deals, there'll be trade-ins. That will make it worth it. I mean, let's be the only reason we jumped up to the Elite was because we got the Elite controller included yeah. with it. Yeah, and which was, was very like, hard to get at the time. Very hard to get at the time, and I think it ended up being, what, like a $100 difference after our trade-in to GameStop. Yeah. It, was, it was worth it, and we're going to see those deals... For the one S, yeah, to upgrade to that. So excellent question. Thank you, Tim Chatton. I checked on my phone. Club Nintendo. I apologize, Tim, yeah. for messing that up We're, and butchering that. <laughs> we ruined that. Yeah. Sorry. Club Please N- don't hate us. Club Nintendo. Go check it out. It's a great podcast. Next question. Oh, I also want to mention in chat, Harold Isaac, back on the game funk, getting out of it, says, "Have kids. That will get you out of the game funk." <laughs> <laughs> great point. I don't have kids, so I don't know that. But uh, that's a good way. To, I'm sure that's a very solid way I'm to sure. never game. I'm sure. Just kidding. Um, Darius Miller, Hopefully. D Mills. He he wanted to know also the X One S pros and cons. We kind of covered that already. Um, Clay Skaja wants to know about the price. What we think of the prices of used games. He says I'm finding on eBay games are almost half that of digital prices on the Xbox One store. What do you guys think? I um I have re- I have noticed this as well that there are there will be sales or you'll be on Amazon and a used Physical copy of a game will be dirt cheap. Go onto the Xbox Live store, and it'll be $10, $15 more, sometimes even double the price. Um, I actually don't mind that. And let me tell you why I don't mind that. Number one, I don't buy physical copies anymore. And the, only, and the reason I don't buy physical copies anymore is because the value is still there um, because we're getting two games for the price of one. I share my Xbox with when you, Xbox. When you box share you get yeah it's essentially when you xbox two. box share and very rarely is it double the price most of what i'm finding is if a game you can get for 15 dollars, say on amazon it'll be 25 dollars on the game store um some it's it's more like that kind and i think that extra 10 dollars is totally worth it because two people get to play that game yeah and uh for me i am super lazy <laughs> i'm the convenience be, factor it's just a matter of just bah, 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 i'll play this one one day we'll and I uninstall and uninstall games like crazy now. 
It's just oh, like yeah. my. It's like on Steam. Yeah. Like I uninstall and install on Steam, and the Xbox has that cloud save feature, so you never really. You never lose your save. It's just progress. like it's just. I find myself doing that a lot more. So yeah. it's it's just super convenient to not have to get up and put in a disc. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Anyways, great question, Clay Scott. Oh, going along with that, Michael Harris writes in and wants us wants us to review, which I thought we haven't talked about this in a while. How do you share your game libraries? Basically, what you do if me and Mixbicy were to share an Xbox. Hello, here's my Xbox. Right I would here. I would go over to Mixbicy's Xbox and I would make his Xbox my home Xbox. I would set my profile as the home Xbox. He would come over to my Xbox and set it as the home Xbox. Then, so what happens is any, whatever you profile is on that home Xbox, whatever that profile purchases on that home Xbox, every game downloads onto it. But when I'm at home, even though it's his home Xbox at my house, technically, I'm signed into my profile, so I also get my games that I've purchased. So now I get McSpicy games and my games, and on his Xbox, he gets the same. Yeah. There's two ways to play the game. There is... Your account, which is your Xbox Live account, and your Xbox. Now, you can basically just say that his Xbox is my Xbox, and so every th- all my games will be on his Xbox, and he can play it just because, yeah. And that's what you just said. Just I wanted to make sure that there's two ways. There are, t- there are two ways. And those two ways are kind of exploitable in a legal way. <laughs> yeah. Now, I heard that you could get more people on there. We've not experimented with that because we don't want to get banned. This yeah. is such an awesome feature. We don't want to take chances with it. Um, but, yeah, and that's also why we get digital copies right there. Uh, yeah. Next question. I, anyways, thanks, Michael Harris, for that. Next question comes from Geoff Beaton. He wants to know more of our impressions on Red Dead Redemption <laughs> and We Happy Few. You gave your impressions on We Happy Few. Yeah, Think it I like it. has potential. You're excited yeah. to see the full game. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption. Uh, I do have one complaint about that game. Really? Yeah. Wow. I got to hear yeah. this. Cause I, uh, and it has nothing to do with the game. I love that game. What it has to do with is the way you're getting to experience that game now. When you start up the game on the Xbox One, you get the best of everything. Sort of. Continue. I had to interject there. You sort of get the best okay. of everything. You get real. You get gold guns, which there's a way to turn off that feature. I turned it off yesterday. Okay. It's like it's like old school. It's like right bumper, left trigger, <laughs> left right, up down B. Oh, either that or they were playing a joke on me. But I'm pretty sure it worked <laughs> <laughs> because my gun wasn't my rifle wasn't gold after I did that. <laughs> and you start out with the war horse, which which is like an incredibly fast. In fact, in my mind, it's too, It's like game-breaking fast it's like because you can't control it. Best horse in the game. Yeah, the best horse in the game. Um, I don't like starting out with that. I feel like you're not. that's not the way at that point in the game you're meant to experience it, especially if you're playing it for the first time. Now, most people that are playing this, this is not going to be the first time they've played this, so it's, it's like what we're doing, messing around, just being in that world again. But I'm looking to someone who's never played this game before, and I think it's a little disappointing that they don't get to experience that level up process, that gradual you have progression, all the good DLC basically yeah. at your fingertips, right? Yeah, that's what exactly. you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I I guess you would have to know. Yeah, okay, I can see your point, but I didn't even play with the warhorse. For example, I played it just how I just played it. Sure, because you have to unlock the warhorse by that your inventory. Yeah, and I just didn't do it. And when I played it, and it was and golden guns, I kept because golden guns are bad. A, <laughs> I'm freaking John Marston. You know, who who knows? Who knows? In my world, 
John Marsden already had golden guns. <laughs> okay? Yes, that's right. That's and, and you don't get that's increased true. damage from that's them. True. They just look shiny. That's true. So, so and you can so I was going to tell you um, just go capture another horse. Go tame another horse. Well, I just killed someone. I saw you do that. Yeah. I was actually watching you do that at the time, which by the way, I, I was off the side of the road with my car broke down when I was watching you. <laughs> that's funny because we talked about that earlier. And I was broke down on the side of the road in game and then I just hijacked someone's Vehicle. No, you basically. didn't just you didn't just hijack. You aimed <laughs> your rifle at the guy's <laughs> forehead, I stared him. him in the eye, and said, "Bing, that's my horse." Now I'm taking your horse. <laughs> and you didn't even flinch. So I'm trying to play like a. This is like the difference. I'm trying to play like a good playthrough. You know, like no murdering. You didn't even flinch. I did that guy's horse. Boom! You murder some dude. Just take it and run with it. No, but just tame because I don't think that remembers your horse. You have to physically. Go to a wild horse and rope it down and, and then, then hitch it. hop on it yeah. and do the little mini game thing. Yeah. And then that will overtake the horse that you have currently. Okay. Um, one thing that I want, my impression of Red Dead 2, one thing that I noticed in jumping in and playing it back again for the second time yeah. is um, I'm doing things and experiencing things that I never did. Or got to experience playing through the for the first time. So, for instance, I was trying to go to Tall Trees. Tall Trees is my favorite place in the game. In fact, people in chat were like, "Dude, you're not supposed to. You're supposed to go to this sheriff." I'm, yes, I know. I'm trying to go you're to right Tall at the Trees. Beginning of the game, yeah. I'm trying to go to Tall. All the bridges are 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 the rail bridges are under construction for repair, and they're like rolled up. You can't get across anywhere. You so you know that part in the river. And you, you at some point in the game, you take the cattle through. Yeah. I was like, oh, there's my way through. And you drown. It makes you drown. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's not <laughs> letting me over there at all. <laughs> so that's interesting because I never knew that that was a thing in the first one. I'm learning more. Yeah, that's very GTA kind of a thing. Yeah. Where they lock off bridges and stuff until you unlock it. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Loving that game. First impressions or second impressions, third impressions of that game are awesome. Yeah, and I've forgotten everything, and so I'm playing it basically with a fresh mind without remembering things, you know? Is, is that how you are oh, as well? Um, yes. I, I, what's interesting is uh, I was talking about this with Silence yesterday as I was playing this game. The things that you do remember, though, like I will remember very specific side quests and characters and then totally forgotten other things. But yeah. that's how good that game's in. You remember the most obscure things because they had that kind of effect on you. Yeah. And I really like the challenges. Oh, yeah. Have you been working on the I've challenges? Already, dude, I've been, I've been, I'm a herbalist, man. I've been collecting everything. I've been, when how's, my how's horse your... died by the cougar, I chopped him up, skinned him. That's a war good. horse, too. Got a lot of good meat from for that you. bad boy. I'm to the point now where I have to knife, no, I have to shoot one shot for three bears. Oh, nice. And that's got to be hard. Red eye. Got to yeah. dead eye that. Red eye. Red eye, dead eye. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, what you said. Thanks, Geoff Beaton. Last question from Twitter comes from Leroy Smiley. Anyone planning on playing Gwent standalone? I am. I plan on watching it, and if I like it, I plan on playing it. I will it. be buying that game. Day regardless? One. Day one, regardless. Wow. I like Gwent that much. Let me say that again. I like Gwent that much. How do you remember where you are in Witcher? No, I have no idea where I'm at. All I know so the last thing I was doing was I was trying to go you know you can go up like the Gwent tournament ladder in each town, like they get progressively. Oh, harder. I know. Yeah, that's all I was doing for that's I was like skipping quests, just getting and then I was going back trying to get cards that I didn't have. 
Oh yeah. yeah. So I'm not very far. Yeah. But, and I have like 60 hours in that game. Yeah. Well, 60 hours of playing Gwent. I, I like Gwent. I think Gwent is good enough to be a standalone game. There you go. And that's why you're going to get it. Yes. We're going to have a Gwent Gwent tournament. What I was going to say is there's a tournament, an actual tournament in the game where you play a, like a full-on tournament. Full-on tournament. Uh I'm not there yet. Be sure to be prepared. Okay. Because one of my goals is to get every card, and you get a card by winning that. Oh, okay. So, do you got? Is it a one chance thing that you get? Yes, and oh. there's no saves. <laughs> you, you play. Four. Do you got to have multiple decks to let you trade out decks because you know you can have different. Yeah, decks. yeah. Before everyone, yeah. My suggestion is get the if because at at our point in the game, you're just you basically just have the northern realm. Well, you could have more, but just have one amazing deck and then have others that can counter certain things. Sure. But yeah, yeah. You can't. There's like three games you can't uh, save in between, if I remember right. So it's pretty hardcore, man. That's awesome, though. <laughs> that is awesome. Next question comes from Brant Crow. He wants to know, how do you relive video game experiences such as Red Dead Redemption? He said, I played Red Dead when it first came out, like a lot of other people, and picked it up again during the summer sale, but I haven't been able to play it again because I have already played it once. I have experienced that before where you go back, or another problem is you go back to a game, that you remember being awesome, and it's not as good as you remember Gold it being. Goldeneye? Goldeneye, Gold Gold like, was one of the greatest games I ever played. You go back to it, and it's like seven frames per second. I'm pretty sure I still have those maps memorized. Like, I, I bet you I know. I to sit there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What a fun game. I was always odd job, and everyone would call me a cheater. So you, so you sucked at the game. <laughs> no. You, like, I did not suck at the game. If you I were odd job. being odd job. You were... <laughs> You, your kind pissed me off. <laughs> People like you always lectured me. Why are you odd job? Because I like him, man. I I like him. Uh, if I've got to point my rifle up a little higher, you've got to point yours down. You don't have a to point lawyer. it up a little higher. Does he do for headshots? The, the and stuff. view box is in the same place. <laughs> it's a view box. It's not your actual head. You're looking. Through. You're you you basically look through the your sternum in these games. <laughs> That's where you're looking with your hand. Yeah, but I'm shorter, so I'm looking like at your stomach, not your chest. <laughs> no, it's the same. <laughs> it's the same. Oh, man. I get it, though. I get it. If you can't contend, <laughs> pretend. Yeah. With odd job, right? <laughs> if you can't contend, pretend. <laughs> uh, how do you relive or old games, though, when you go back? With a smile. With a smile. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Do I'd you ever struggle when going back to a, a remake? or? Um... Sort of like, so the games I go back to, like, I go back to once a year or so or every other year to um, A Link to the Past. Oh, okay. Zelda. Um, and I, I I end up remembering a whole bunch. When you do that, you remember a whole bunch of stuff. But it's just the fact that I'm playing that game again. And that game holds up. Really? Uh, it holds up because it's not a... Uh, it's not a first-person shooter. I mean, first-person shooters are the ones that get hit hard. It's true. With hardware and, and what we're used to now. Mechanics. Is, yeah. Um, no, how I do I don't know. I just play games I like to play. I don't know how to answer that. Hmm. How do you? Let me, let, me, let me churn this question right back at you. How do you handle playing an old game that, that may or may not be as good as it used to be? Well, I'll, tell you, of, I'll tell you one that I struggled with. Yeah. That I didn't think I well, I, and struggling with it, I still put in an additional thirty hours when I went back to play it, uh, and that was when I purchased 
Skyrim on the PC. Um, and the the reason I struggled with it was initially I was going through the same path. Yeah. I, once I figured out not to do that yeah. and to just go off and do different things, much like what I was doing in Red Dead Redemption yesterday, kind of taking my own approach to it, um, I really enjoyed that. So I think that's the thing. When you go back, especially in these open world games, open world games, they lead you a certain direction when you play the first time. When you go back to play it, you don't have to do that direction. I mean, you will eventually have to yeah. go through those different checkpoints. Especially but if you want to get to tall trees. Go, especially if you want to get to tall trees. I tried every every way. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I say do what you want. That, that And that really made that game more, and I put an additional 30 hours in, so... But at first, the first, I'd say, five, no, first three hours before, until I figured out, you know what, I'm going to go do this. Well, I think, a, I think a game like that lets you do that. Like, even like an XCOM lets you play okay. that again and again and again and even go back to it because the game is so different kind of each time. naturally every time you play it. Yeah. A Binding of Isaac, I can always go back to. It's a Spelunky that's free next month. Oh. You can go back to any time. So I think games lend, what I'm trying to say is I think games lend, depending on the game, lends itself to allow an easier comeback sure. than, than some others. Like GoldenEye, GoldenEye is incredibly difficult to go back to. Even campaign. Yeah, even campaign. Really? It's, it's hard. It's because we are now used to 60 frames per second or higher in FPSs, and we're used to better input devices than the um, Nintendo 64 controller. Although it was really cool at its time. The joystick is super loose. It's not as tight as these yeah. joysticks now. There's just a lot of restrictions, I feel, because of Well, if you think about genre. it, those, that genre was in its infancy, whereas when you look at 2D platformers, those genres were, mas- those were master. Those, that was the height of that genre, and now we're coming, we're coming full circle and experiencing that again. Yeah. Whereas that... 3D first-person shooter. That was just it's, that was the very beginning. That was like Pong. That's the equivalent of Pong. Well, for, for you had a, you had several first-person first shooters shooter. before, but that was the first one that really made multi- multiplayer yeah. multiplayer to the masses. I guess you could call it. Yeah, which popularized popularized uh, that genre. I, I guess in a way. Yeah, great. At, at a great at a huge scale. Great quish. Qu- great quish. Great question. Great question. Great question. We are very proud of our <laughs> of you. Last but not least, Connor Riviera asks, have any of you been teased or otherwise persecuted for your love of gaming? Do you want me to answer first? Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, story. Is there a story behind this? <laughs> I have lots. Okay, just get, name one that sticks out to you. My cousin, not this one, another one, Daryl. Oh. That bastard. I know. <laughs> Screw him. <laughs> He's now a police officer, by the way. He's a good guy. He's like the biggest gamer that I know. To he, he games it up all the time. Why was he making fun of you? Uh, this is when we were like 12. Okay, okay. When I go on vacation, everyone knows when I go on vacation, I like to play video games. Sure. Even today, that's what I like to do. It relaxes me. It's sure. my. I don't have to work today. Sweet. All right. Well, I went on vacation and visited him in California. Mm-hmm. Where you were, too, but you weren't there at the time. We were, we this is before they... We lived about 20 minutes apart. Yeah. Um, anyways, I went there, and uh, I just wanted to play Zelda <laughs> on the NES, like the original Zelda. He had the gold one, too, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, he, that kid had... Uh, I remember he had Sega, then he had like 
what was the disc? The Sega disc? Yeah. What uh, was that? The Sega Saturn? Sega Saturn. And then the one above it, the add-on to the Sega Sa- Like, he had everything. Yeah. Anyways, continue. Well, this was before that. Okay, okay. I wonder if I influenced him. You might have. You might because have. Because I would go over there. Cause I used to go over there where my mom had to go to work or something. And uh, I, I was in heaven, man. They had everything. <laughs> he only had an NES at the time. Okay, okay. So, and then I wanted to play. It was that one, and I wanted to play Master Blaster. Oh, okay. Bla- or Blaster Master. Do you remember that game? It's the great. Go look up the song. It's awesome. Okay. You're this kid that finds. It's the greatest story in the world. You're this kid that falls in a hole in his backyard and finds a freaking awesome spaceship truck, like on like on Back to the Future car, sure. and a toad that mutilated your toad, mutilated into this monster and run away, and you're chasing after him or something. <laughs> it's the greatest game. I love that game. It's super cool. Anyways, I just wanted to play that in Zelda. So what, did he throw oranges at you or something? Oh, he called me a Nintendo freak. (laughs) (laughs) They wanted to go to the beach, and I was like, go to the beach. Go to the beach. (laughs) I got this Nintendo in front of me. I'm 12 years old. I don't have this at my house. I'm here for three weeks. I do not have this at my house. <laughs> You're a Nintendo freak. You know, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Amongst others, but uh, I, people like me, I'm going to say it. People like me, if you are out there and you were 12 and you were persecuted, but you said, screw it, I'm going to play anyways, you paved the way for games to be cool today. Yeah. They're like a normal, normal accepted thing now. Thank you. Yeah. On behalf, I'm going to thank myself. You're welcome. Because look at what I did to Daryl. I influenced you. him, and now he became a Nintendo freak. He became a Nintendo freak, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So thank you out there, because now games are pretty fun and cool to everybody. Yeah. But there's uh, many others, but that's the, that's the story I'm going to end on. There you go. Nice. I have been. I never was for video games, because all my friends played video games. And, in, and growing up, I primarily played sports video games, which was... That was generally still pretty accepted pretty cool you know uh but i'll tell you what i was persecuted for magic the gathering oh, I, uh, was, <laughs> so i'm i'm in high school i was i i was fairly popular f- fairly well liked like i never really got made fun of or anything but then the kids in one of my classes were playing magic the gathering and of course i have a magic the gathering deck i nobody knows that though that's like my dark secret and i'm like hey can i play guys and i start playing and all my friends were like what is wrong with you? <laughs> what the hell is that? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm just playing this. This game's cool. Have you never played this game? <laughs> Come over to my house later. <laughs> anyway, so that that's my experience. Well, that's that. funny. Yeah. Anyways, I think it's much more acceptable now. It, when it's not acceptable, I think you just got to explain to people it's the ultimate form of entertainment. Yeah. Imagine a movie you can control. A movie and a book that you can control. Yeah, movies used to be known as the ultimate art form. No longer. Now you can control those yeah. and change the story as you progress and play. Amen. Take brother. that, Hollywood. Take that. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah. That's enough, the both of you. <laughs> oh, this is the last and final segment of the show where we talked about what we played this week and what we were up to. Mr. McSpicy, what did you get Ooh. to play this week? Uh, hmm. I played. I played. What was the game we were talking about earlier? Uh, we Happy Few. Oh yes. I played We Happy Few. I already talked about that. That was a incredibly fun. I'm excited to go back. I didn't. I didn't even come close to denting the story that I can play because I was so busy figuring things out. Sure. And dying from thirst. Sure. And hunger. Um. I really like that. I'm excited to go back. Um. I also played some Overwatch. Um. And I also I want to mention people that listen to the show. If you see me on Overwatch, uh. Use the group request. 
instead of um, inviting direct me. messages. Or even direct messages. It, it, yeah. So I get a lot of invites because I tell people, you know, I'll play with you Overwatch. Yeah. I'm, I love playing with people on Overwatch. Um, and a lot of the time I don't have my mic because it's like one in the morning and I just want to just chill and relax. There is a group feature, group request feature. If you press Y and it takes you to your invite section and go to my name and say request group invite or shoot me a message for that or, or whatever, it, I'm usually in the middle of a game and I don't want to leave the game. That makes sense? Sure, yeah. So it'll bring you in. And then we will without you having to leave it. Yeah, I prefer that way. Um, But uh, that said, I played Overwatch. I really, really enjoy and love that game. Um, I'm playing a lot of McCree lately. Oh, I like McCree. I like McCree. He's he's powerful. He's way powerful, and he got a buff in the last patch. Oh, did he? Oh, good. There's a lot less uh, damage drop off. Oh, okay. Um, with his shots. When you're further away. When you're further away. Okay. So he's a, he's a really good damage dealer right now. Um, he was always hard for me because I feel... I, here's my problem. I watch PC players play this game, uh-huh. and their precision is... Oh, re- you can't match a mouse. It's ridiculous. And so when I play, like, McCree... You feel, I feel sluggish. Ha- I feel sluggish yeah. and handicapped. Well, he, he is sluggish, I think, compared to other characters on purpose... Because he's so powerful. I yeah. Think. I mean, because that single shotgun and that gun is really accurate. Like, you don't have to zoom in with yeah. going to. And there's sights. no damage drop off. And so, you, if you're hitting people, you are doing a ton of damage. Um, and there's just something about being a cowboy. I don't know if it's my American blood and in the Midwest where I live. And I love riding horses. I love, <laughs> you know, wearing cowboy hats. I have, a, I, have, I have a cowboy hat as I mow my lawn, you know? Oh, yes, you do. I do. I just there's just something about real cowboys. Like I wish I was the man with no name on McCree is modeled after John Marston, let's be honest. You know who I think no, is I think he's modeled after um the man with no name from uh The Good, the Bad and the Ugly. Uh oh. what's his name? He was he was in he's he's in a lot of movies. Oh my gosh. Clint, but Clint Eastwood. Yeah, thank you. Oh my gosh, I couldn't remember Clint that Clint. name. Um I think he's modeled after that guy. But he could be. I you mean, know who I think genuinely. But is? I think John Marsden is kind of modeled, modeled after that guy too. Yeah. Well, you know who I think is modeled after John Marsden. Have you ever seen Hell on Wheels? I've seen Mills um, on Wheels <laughs> with Jackie Chan. So if you haven't seen that one, that one's amazing. So Hell on Wheels is about the building of the railroad, and there's this like southern guy that joins the railroad, yeah, very yeah. western. He is axe talks, just like and similar storyline to okay. John John Marsden. Okay, well. Basically, and John Marsden is basically trying to be a cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> so they're all they're all basically trying to be Wyatt Earp. And that's why you've enjoyed playing McCree well, in Overwatch. Yeah, in Overwatch. Well, it's so satisfying. He, he it's hard to hit with a controller, I'll be honest, and I'm I'm getting better. Um, but just the the ting noise from hit, when you hit with your gun sure. and then you roll and the things he says, you know. Yeah. I really like him. I I lose a lot more matches because it's a new character. Every time you play a new character that you're not used to, you lose. Hmm. Well, you might lose, but sure. cha- the odds are bigger because you're not influencing the match as much sure. in a positive way. Like, if I want to win, I'll play Hanzo or Lucio. But I've kind of mastered those characters, I feel. So I want to branch out, and McCree has been this week's branch. Maybe because it's... Maybe because it's uh, Red Dead Redemption. I don't know what's causing it, but he's a cool character. Yeah, he rolls and reloads his gun. Yeah, how cool is that? Yeah, you roll towards the player, reload, boom. <laughs> yeah, do, 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 do. 
Yeah. Anyways, anything, I really anything like else? Um, We happy few Overwatch. Did we? Uh, we played Sword Coast Legends last week, right? Last that was last week. Yeah. Yeah. And We're that, gonna play so that next week when Jordan's back because we promised ourselves that we would not continue that story without each other. And I have been. I told you before the show. Craving it. I'm itching for. Dude, that that's game. only a fifteen dollar. I think that's the best fifteen dollar game I've purchased since Ori in the Blind Forest. Yes, I can safely say that. Yeah. I would not disagree. Would not I would I would not disagree. No, you wouldn't. That game is super fun. It really it really was. It 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 hooked me. I mean, that helped I've never played Dungeons and Dragons, the tabletop game. That helped me understand why people are so into it. Hmm. On a less imaginative level. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, well, what else have you played, David? Myself, I played uh, Red Dead Redemption. Obviously, I played that on stream. I got to try out Banner Saga 2. Here is what happened in that game. That game is very story-driven. I actually wish I would have played Banner Saga 1 prior to playing Banner Saga 2. Because this game starts right after starts that. starts right there. And, in fact, at the very beginning of the game, so at the end of Banner Saga 1, you, certain, some characters die. You have to make a choice. And that's who you play in Banner Saga 2. The the person that you chose to save or to survive hmm. continues on in Banner Saga 2. So at the beginning of Banner Saga 2, it goes through this like recap of the story, and then I get to choose between these two characters that I know nothing about, that I feel no connection to because I've not played Banner Saga 1. But that's I'm basically choosing who lived out of that end yeah. game. Very story-driven. Lots of reading, if you like reading. <laughs> uh, very focused on story. It has great feeling. I only played two combat matches in it. Um, I switched over to Red Dead Redemption. I went back after the stream was off, and I played the second combat match. I love the game mechanics of it. You, it's turn-based, tabletop, so you like XCOM, right? So yeah, you move, yeah. move, move. Everyone has different abilities, different strengths. You can choose to attack defense, or you can choose to attack uh, their strength. And the strategy that's there... Fantastic. I, a very well fleshed out, well thought out game. Excellent concept. You're basically traveling from point A to point B. And as you travel to point A to point B, these events happen. And that's when you battle. Genius. Like, I'm really enjoying that game. It's not a great game to, to stream because there's so much reading. Like, I, I read, I was probably on there for 45 minutes. I read 40 of the 45 minutes out loud to people as I was going. <laughs> So I was like, okay, we're going to switch to something else, guys. <laughs> um, but I really enjoyed that. I really wish I got to play Banner Saga 1. And Banner Saga yeah. 2 was the free-to-play, free-to-download game. That's yeah. why I had that. Um, played that, Red Dead Redemption, Game of Thrones, uh, Telltale. You are playing I, that? In, in honor of Batman coming out, <laughs> I want going. to play and beat all of the Telltale games. So all I'm, of them. All of them. So I am starting with Game of Thrones. Well, I'm just continuing with Game of Thrones. I am on the last chapter. I'll finish that last chapter this weekend. It is very good. What they do is just tell a really good story. That is, that is that's it. Like they tell an excellent story. It's it's super entertaining. I can sit down and watch Netflix with my wife, or I say, "Hey, why don't we watch Game of Thrones?" And then I turn it on and we play. <laughs> okay. Okay. Very good. Also, I have changed my mind in playing Game of Thrones. Of, of you, you no longer like the Lannisters. <laughs> no, I, I'm, uh, Cersei Lannister does it for me like nobody's business. <laughs> okay. 
evil chicks I'm in love with. I, I don't know. know why. I know. I don't know well, why. Well, why do you like Tristan and Witcher? I, well, She's not. Jennifer okay. is a lot more of an evil chick no, no. than Triss. I like the extremes. I like the evil chick and the girl next door. Okay. <laughs> so there's the extremes there. You but, know? but, okay. All right. You, I'll, I might go on a huge tangent, but go ahead and finish what <laughs> okay. you're saying. No, no. Um, I have said in the past that the one downside to Telltale that I wish they would change was that your decisions matter more. That that if you decide X, X, Y, or Z, it takes you off on these tangents in the story. Playing through Game of Thrones, number one, they make those, for, for some reason, and I don't know how they do it or how it happens, that they invest you in those decisions, even though you're going to get the same outcome no matter what. Um, and in thinking about it and in playing through it and the way the story is going, I know that no matter what I pick, I am still getting the best possible story, the how they intend it to come out, and I like that, and, and that's what's that's what's hooking me on this game. It they are excellent stories. You, they cannot make these games and have a subpar story. It wouldn't work. It would flop big time. It would be like that's a waste of that's a waste of my time. And so I'm not. I I think I've changed my mind on that the tangents because let's say you 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 go off on path B and it takes you over here. That might be lesser of a story than path A. It also might be better. It also could be. Well, but I like that no matter what, I'm experiencing the best possible story that is there. True, but it's not your story now. True, but huh? it is magic because they make it feel like it's your story. Like, like that, okay. you feel just the simple act of having these minor decisions being made, you are invested in this story unlike when you're just sitting down and watching TV. It's a, it's a genius model. It works these stories are for the stories alone. It's worth if you want to just go through it on Twitch or a Let's Play. You can do it that way. It is very good though, very well done, and I'm really excited for Batman as a result. I, you know what? I'll probably get it just to try it out with the lady. Oh yeah, you know, because you apparently watch it with your wife. Oh yeah, yeah, she really like she's really into it. Ben, she'll sit there and be like, no, 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 and you can see how we think different, <laughs> especially in Game of Thrones, where it's all about. Oh, I'm gonna master the Game of Thrones here. She is very much a peacemaker, and when <laughs> it's pretty clear you're not, when someone comes up and you know tries to push you around as the lord of your house because they're trying to take you over, she's like, "You got to keep your cool. Just show respect. He'll go away. Let's decide that." And I cho- always choose the decision that says, "You don't talk to me like that, or I will chop off your head." You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I get stabbed and die <laughs> because yeah. of those decisions. <laughs> but it's fascinating. I, I tell. Good job, Telltale. I mean, really good story. As good of a story, in my opinion, uh, as some of the seasons of Game of Thrones. Hmm. Okay. You mean the books of Game of Thrones? The books. I've, I've read the books and watched the show. So. Which do you like better? The books, hands down. No okay. questions. That's why I said However, the books. George R. R. Martin pisses me off because in order to get the full experience, you have to both read the book and watch the show. He leaves a lot out of the shows that are in the books, and he adds stuff that totally fits and makes sense in the shows that are missing in the books, and it pisses, and he does it because he knows he's going to get $28 million a season, and you're going to go to both of them because they're that good, and that makes me mad. 
And then he doesn't finish but book six that was supposed to be done, first of all, three summers ago. I get what you're saying, but it's flawed because you are complaining of having more of the story and being able to spend more time in the story. I appreciate that. I'm complaining. That. Like, no, 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 no. I'm complaining because he's a perverted money grabber. <laughs> that's what I'm complaining about. <laughs> Maybe that's our problem. That's why we're... <laughs> he's he's making me because I like that story. Give me the complete story in season show format, and then give me that com- same complete story in book format. Don't force me to do both. And what ultimately makes me mad is I'll be talking about the show with people at work who have not read the book, and they give you, you these theories, and you're like, no, you haven't read the book. Yeah, a lot of them are hipsters too. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I don't know how we went off on that tangent. That's what I played this week. I okay, cool. Well, I'm I might uh, I might try out Batman because I love I think Batman. Going, I think you're going to. I might try it out. Also, I mad shot in uh, or L mad shot in chat. I don't know what it is. I can't tell at a capital I or a lowercase L the difference. It's uh. Do you, can you tell the difference between those two? Call him Dustin. That's Dustin. <laughs> Dustin. Dustin in chat said, um, Life is Strange is a really good one. I played the first season of Life is Strange, and it was a really good game. I have heard that Life is Strange is is telltale on steroids. Because it actually, your choices matter. Hmm, interesting. I, I will have to try that one out. I might, I might, because I've only played season one, I might play that one with the wife too, because who can't relate to a 15-year-old coming-of-age teenage girl? Well, we know you can. <laughs> I know. We know you can. <laughs> Yeah. And with that, that's our sh- episode this week, everyone. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. McSpicy, what will you be up to this week? Where can people find you? Where can people play with you? Uh, my gamer tag on Xbox Live is Mr. McSpicy. I will be uh, probably be, I will probably I will probably be playing Overwatch, and um, I want to play that Dungeons and Dragons game. Oh, we're playing that this week for sure. Jordan's back. Yeah, I want to play that. Um, couple, I'll probably be streaming it a couple times, but uh, you can find me on Twitter, Mr. McSpicy as well. Um, but check out our, if you guys that listen, if you ever want to check out us streaming, we interact a lot more with the chat, more so than we do in the show, obviously, because we're recording a show. It's also a great way to get to know other people in the community. Yeah, so. a lot of people show up um, that are, that, uh, are you know, famous what we talk about, <laughs> like, sh- let's go, let's talk about toast or Shebru or Mad Shot. Mad Shot, exactly. Good example. Um, anyways, uh, that's where I'll be. And uh, I'm excited. Just feel free to, uh, if you're playing Overwatch, feel free to request a group invite and we'll play on Xbox Live. Yes, we will. What I, will you be doing, David? I uh, am going to be finishing Game of Thrones, clearly. Uh, and I'm, my next game after that, I'm going to jump into is Tell of the Borderlands. I hear that's the best one to date. So I'm really excited for that. Uh, I'm also going to be jumping into Forza 6. I want to continue that. McSpicy, you've got to jump into Forza 6 too, man. I've that, That's fallen off the uh, radar a little bit, huh? Oh, it's so I, good. It's really it's good. So I should good. I should pull that back up. Yeah. Talk about a game that you can relax a little bit yeah. and then get pissed at people in the community for <laughs> running you over. I am X1 Bros everywhere. Hit me up everywhere. Check out the community everywhere. We are on Facebook. We are on YouTube. The community, x1bros.com, in the forums. The community is amazing. I can't tell you guys. There is so many private tweets and messages that we get where people express concern. They express love. They express appreciation for others in the community. This is the best place to be in gaming. We will see you guys next week.